0: Now, Dylan, I know you're a tall man, and I'm going to uh, need that tallness to help me fucking dunk on Blake for what he's done.
1: Oh, so you're recording now. Oh, I can. T- oh, You've got your recording voice on. Oh,
0: yeah, it's fucking happening. Everybody okay. get up, it's time to slam now.
1: Whatever,
2: whatever <laughs> it is, Blake, I, I still love you.
1: Okay, I'm glad. I love you boys, too. I won't be able to make it in June something came up fuck you i know oh uh, hey wait does that mean we have an
2: extra ticket because that means least looking
0: oh no i was straight up going to offer it to Lisel, but also i'm off that yep. wednesday so instead of like having to rely on blake's shitty schedule i'm spending as much time in orlando <laughs> as possible now <laughs>
1: I mean, that is completely doable. So it's actually working out better for you, you piece of shit. Yeah,
0: by the way, Dylan, that also means there might be an extra ticket for Universal that I will steal and just
2: use
3: on another um. day.
0: Welcome to Fight Boys, ladies and gentlemen, the weekly podcast about professional and not so professional wrestling. I am your host. One of your hosts, <laughs> the Shill Master 5000 himself, Scotty Moore. I see you, Dylan. Yep. I see you, you motherfucker, <laughs> over there.
1: Along with this guy, the plaidest man on the planet, the hat wearing dirty boy, Moore. Uh huh. And, um. Also, apparently, the Shakespearean master. Yeah,
0: and then also, uh, also fucking over there doing the master of disguise. This is what you're doing. This is what I want you to do. Any questions?
1: Why didn't one of us bring Masters of Disguise to our Buckwild movie contest? I don't know, but this
0: is the pro wrestling podcast, Blake.
1: God damn it. Oh, man.
0: So, yeah. Oh, wait. Blake, you do have a new name. I forgot. We need to mention this. Because, uh, this is the first time the JWF has finally fully invaded the WWE because the B-team has officially debuted on Raw.
1: God, yeah. Like, the- That happened. I
0: heard the name and at first I'm just like, oh, that's a dumb name. That's a dumb name. That's the perfect name. Oh my god. Now in JWF you need to bring in fucking Bo Dallas and Curtis to combat me and Ryback. Wait-
1: Oh, I was about to ask, why are you saying I need to do that? Because it's not like I'm the one that writes half of this shit. Yeah, well,
0: uh, shh, don't, don't, man. But what, what, C- Captain Tibbs is? I hide behind, <laughs> oh, thank you, yes, of course, Captain Tibbs. So anyways, Dylan, what's up, how you doing, man? Dylan's mm-hmm. quietly watching the best of the Super Juniors on his phone.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, we didn't let Dylan introduce himself, because we're assholes. It's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's just like I lost the audio for Dylan, and so the rest of the show is us like, hey, man, what's up? Oh, yeah, good point, Dylan. That's great. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Good, good.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, great indeed. point.
0: point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, every once in a while, I have a moment where, like, I'll invite my girlfriend over. Let's watch wrestling so I can get you into it. Because you're gonna have to learn to at least to deal with it, and then there are times you know you I'm know like, what
2: you should do to get her into wrestling. You should just buy that high spot subscription now. And start wa- showing her some best friends. Yeah,
0: just the best <laughs> friends. Yeah, but
2: th- yeah. Be like, hey, this is uh, this is the guy that we stalk on Twitter. <laughs>
0: this is my um, best. friend. That
2: still won't follow us, despite the fact that we got like at least. Two uh, two pro wrestlers he knows. I have
0: asked to in person him. twice. I've gotten yep. the Ryback to ask, and Chuck Taylor will still not follow us.
1: But yeah Have you not spoken to him in person about it as well?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. I've asked him twice in person. Oh. But uh yeah, there are some times where I kinda hope that she is on her phone during segments of Raw, and that certainly happened during the Sami Zayn. Fucking Bobby Lashley segment, which I'm surprised Sammy did not just be like, Hey, could we not? This is kind of fucking So So there's oh. a there was a
2: great bit back whenever Stone Cold was doing tough enough and he he told us it was like I knew the Ringmaster was a shitty gimmick, but it was still a gimmick and like I'm still in the WWE. You know, you, you make it work from there, and that's what I feel like. Sami Zayn was doing. He's like, if I can make this somehow work, yeah, well,
0: like he didn't, yeah, but he couldn't, yeah, you he can't couldn't. make that. My favorite thing after
2: works. that, my favorite thing after that was like the threads being like, hey, remember when Sami Zayn was in NXT? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we could all that cheer time for that him. Shinsuke and Shinsuke
0: beat him. That was great. Yeah, that was a good fucking match. You remember?
2: You remember he his won. feud with Neville? You remember?
0: remember good sammy zane well uh. i don't put the blame on sammy Zayn. i put the blame on the writer who you know what i'm just gonna fucking say it it's probably michael ps hayes i don't know if he's on raw but the writer who was just like you know it'd be funny let's dress up dudes like chicks you get that that's not that, problematic at yeah, all right it's
1: fucking it's 2018 yeah. <laughs> michael my, of course, Michael P S Hayes is one of those guys. that's, like it's kind of a cornet situation where he's so stuck in that '80s like yeah. era that he just will not budge from it. Well, oh, by the way,
2: speaking spe- speaking of uh, of cornet, did you see Kenny Omega offered like the final Twitter ultimatum to him? He was yep. like, "Listen, yes. I said that you can use my name to promote your lifestyle as long as it didn't didn't clutter up my timeline." Yeah. You Ugh. have been warned. That's what and I just wanted to that's be. What I
1: thought about it. Yeah,
2: yeah. But no the the thing is is that the WWE has done such a horrible job of promoting American bo- Battletoad Bobby <laughs> Lashley. Oh, it's been so
4: bad. What? He had such TNA a good did TNA such TNA a better impact
2: did such a better job. They were like this guy's a fucking MMA fighter. He'll really? fucking like he'll come to your house yeah. and destroy you. And WWE's like you see this you see this black guy he's a family man he doesn't have eyebrows that's why he wears a headband <laughs> yeah he's pretty yeah. cool.
1: <laughs> you could have you could have made Bobby Lashley a threat to blo- Brock Lesnar like that. Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, see, nope. With me, I thought it would have been a cool moment, but I know they wouldn't have done it is Bobby Lashley just be like you need to check who you get to work in your segments because that's all of my MMA friends and then they beat the shit out of Sammy together or even better Bobby just brings out all of his sisters to beat the shit out of the three dudes in the ring but no I just,
2: <laughs> I, I do like that this that that like this segment came hours after like the the fact that it was announced that Fox's deal with WWE was worth billions of dollars yeah like oh, yeah. company stocks running at an all-time high and they were just like well let's show him why that was a bad <laughs> yeah. move yeah by the way
1: good job vince yeah let's put
4: Although... Vince is a...
1: vince is an excellent businessman he is a yeah like he's <laughs> no he is a great businessman though like that's what he's good at making he's people just not... think that he's his stuff not... is worth it
2: yeah he's just not a good s- storyteller uh, and he, he's not he really wants. in touch with, like, nope. current trends in wrestling. But he's
1: good businessman. I'll yeah, give him yeah. that. However, I will say with Fox at the heel, like, ratings will be more important to SmackDown than ever.
0: Yeah, and SmackDown will probably start to get that, like, mid-2000s bump that it had when it was with Paul Heyman. Like, yeah. hey, we need to make this shit important or else Fox will get mad at us. Johnny Fox yeah, will come out of the hole and come in and get yell at us.
1: Fox will fuck you up. Yeah. and Johnny Fox, is
0: he, is he is he the same person as Johnny Impact? And...
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh. Which, by
0: the way, apparently he's going to be on the next season of Survivor, and I don't know how I feel about that.
3: Well, listen, I can't,
2: I, I would actually almost watch it just to be like, all right, I he's pre- already, an, he's already an
1: actor. Yeah. He's yeah. great for it, because reality TV is fake. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, and dude. And you know what? I will be... Sc- Fox may now... Like, Fox might soon be owned by fucking Disney.
0: Oh, yes! Now I can finally say that fucking... um, I can say Alexa Bliss is my favorite Disney princess. <laughs> but no, um... Yeah, dude, like... It, it, it's... I will be scrolling through Instagram sometimes... And I don't follow Johnny Impact, John Morrison, Johnny fucking Nitro, (laughs) but I will see ads for stuff with him in it. And I'm like, oh, okay, he's going then. I wish he would have been on The Amazing Race, though, just to see his fucking core skills. They're like, all right, today you need to get across the entire Pacific Ocean to get to Japan. And then he's like, fucking, I got this. And he's just like jumping Um off the backs of sharks.
1: I'm sorry. Could you say all of them, all of Johnny's names again? Because I think you missed one. Uh, we got Luke Gallows, Festus,
0: Damien. <laughs> <laughs> You're um, the Cadillac CM Dorian in the Sex uh, Ferguson.
2: So, uh,
1: wait. Uh, just so,
2: so, so, qu Question for you, uh, Scotty. So, so if, uh, if, if, a, if Alexa Bliss ever like had has to do a segment where she dresses up in, like, a mascot costume to, like, get the jump on somebody. Will will she then be five feet of furry?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Look, Dylan, this show- This is going on the internet, man. We can't put that kind of fetish out. We can't put that- Someone out there just discovered the one thing that will make them finish every time. They would- I think they would have to know what
1: what furry means, though, in the first place.
0: And I know for a fact
1: they don't oh yeah i realized although, alexa with Bl- alexa although yeah with alexa bliss though yeah
4: you can get me into that
0: <laughs> no i realized the other day that me- alexa bliss is my spirit animal because it showed her in. who's the forgettable announcer like the in- forgettable backstage interviewer oh you- god oh, can you mean- be
2: more specific yeah. i think is I it the one mean- that looks like tom phillips but isn't tom phillips I think
0: that, like mike rome or something Wait, no, that's the guy who does dirty jobs, I think. <laughs> I,
2: I just remember Chris Jericho calling him Tom Phillips, yeah. and it wasn't Tom Phillips. Well, apparently
0: he and Alexa went to Disneyland Paris, and the legitimate whole video is just him being like, I'm here with Alexa Bliss at Disneyland Paris, and then Alexa's gone. Like, she is running into the park. She's like, no, fuck this, and I'm like, yeah, yep, yeah, She she gets me. She understands the person I am.
2: I think it's just secretly that you want to date Buddy Murphy.
0: Okay, hold on. That sentence could have had a different ending, and I would have agreed with you. (laughs) Then you were just like the Australian man, or is he? Which one was Mm -hmm. the Australian man? Was it Buddy Murphy or the other one? It makes me sad that you
1: don't remember what the other one's name was.
0: Oh, really, Blake? I don't know. I only remember.
2: (laughs) I only remember the other one because of Enzo Amore, which makes me sad because of like where that went, but frosted flake wesley yep. blake will oh, never not be yeah, his name
3: about
0: hey, that. should we talk about that what frosted flake wesley blake
1: yeah no enzo
0: oh are you talking about the fact that enzo doesn't know what the fucking word silence means
1: yeah that as well because
0: he was uh he put on instagram he was just like he didn't say it it was typed out i'm gonna be breaking my instagram silence This Monday, New York City. I'ma give back to the city that made me. And I'm just sitting here like, dude, do you not know what the fucking word silent? Like, you've been posting for days, your new fucking logo and all of this stuff. But instead, you're just like, I'm silent. I haven't said a word. And then he's posted even more videos of just himself, like, what's up, guys? I can't wait
2: until he shows up on Impact. Oh, man. Actually, no. Now that Dee Moore and, like, Don Callis are in charge of it, I think even they would be like, uh... This is, no. Granted, they did let... Granted, I think they did let, um, Rich Swan out of taping, but that's because his,
0: his sir- girlfriend
2: that he beat up that didn't really charge him for beating her up. Is, I didn't think it was a beat up situation.
0: I thought the Rich Swan situation was the fact that like she got out of the car on the interstate or something and he was like, Uh, get in the car. It was like the fucking famous vine. He was like, Why are you running? Why are you running? And then brought her like dragged her back in the car, which is still abuse. Not to the yeah. level of like beating though. Eh. Okay, now can we just round table it? Since he's not yeah. being persecuted. And since uh, the accuser has come out as quite a crazy person, did he do it? Yeah. <laughs> this is an OJ Simpson
1: situation. Do you remember what um, the Aziz Ansari situation from last year was? No, I don't. What? It was... Um, so, you know, that, um, apparently someone came out and accused him of some stuff. Yeah. Even though, like, when you looked at it from... Both of their perspectives, honestly, it was just, like, a really awkward date where they had sex but weren't really into it. Yeah, You think it was ha- something like that? I think it
0: was probably something like that, and then
1: afterwards she... W- well,
0: I mean, I think it was a situation of she was very intoxicated, and she may have consented not... Like, okay, firstly, we'll just come out and say it. This is a fight boy's promise. If you're intoxicated, consent does not mean consent. But...
1: no. Uh, there is no such thing as yes when you're drunk. Yeah, yeah.
0: But I think she, well, no, I think it was even more than that. And I think she woke yeah. up the next day and was like, uh, oh, this is a whole big pile of nope, what just happened. So, I don't know. I think from both perspectives, something was off. Wow, we didn't really, this happy-go-lucky comedy show about pro, pro wrestling, and then we have gone into rape culture pretty quickly.
1: It's hard not to nowadays. Yeah, yeah.
0: So anyways, Ronda Rousey, my new my new future wife. Um <laughs> you have so many. Yeah. She's really cool. She I know, dude, like that's the situation because you could expect her to be like a brock who's just like I'm going to come in, take yeah. my paycheck and then leave. But instead, she's just like really respectful apparently.
1: I think it's different than Brock though because Ronda
0: She's likes wrestling always been a fan of wrestling yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, whereas
2: brock lesnar has admitted even now he's just like i don't now, nah, it's just something i'm good at
3: yeah
2: yeah it's like if you were a really great accountant and people just brought you in to do accounting and you're just like yeah i don't like no <laughs> I mean, you
3: don't
2: meanwhile ronda it. rousey's done there. accounting
0: her entire life and she's just like i've wanted my whole life to crunch these fucking numbers and now i'm here
2: yeah, it is yeah. good to hear because there are a lot of people who are going to be like, yeah, she's going to be such a such a a pain in the ass. She's so stuck up and like whatever. Ooh. And then everybody backstage at WU is just like, she is the nicest goddamn person yeah, I've ever worked with. This I is ho- weird. <laughs> yeah,
1: I hope that once she kind of gets a chance to kind of chill and kind of release some of that tension, that she'll be pretty pretty yeah. good. Like. On the mic as well. I
0: really. Oh, you
1: mean
2: once she wins the Raw Championship, and when when is when is Money in the Bank <laughs> That's next <about> week? <laughs> when
0: it's gonna happen. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. I, I still I'm still not sure that something like Screwy's gonna happen.
0: Well, not only that.
2: Nah, I... nah, nah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and predict things. I'm already losing to to Scotty. This is already the lowest point <laughs> in my life. Uh,
1: no, I... wait. Am I in last place? I I th-
2: I think you and me are tied yeah, yeah, yeah. for um, last. But um. We're only one point behind him, but that's already embarrassing.
0: Yeah, but I will. Well, speaking of, I will since say though, um, I'll let you talk in a minute, Blake. Okay. <laughs> Settle down. Okay. But <laughs> um, I will say, I think Money in the Bank is going to define the type of performer Ronda's going to be in WWE. I think it's going to be like, is she going to get that Brock push, or is she just going to be a number, another member of the roster?
1: Like, well, I really as, hope for the Brock me push. Too. As much I re- as I hate to say it, like. We all know that Naya's not a really strong worker. Yeah, I'll say. And that. love her to death. Yeah, she's got like, that rock. She 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 got she's
2: got that rock rub. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I, and, but even then, I think that she's. If you put the same robe on Roman, Roman has more redeeming qualities. Are you talking about the the rock robe? Yeah, the rock that robe. Dwayne robe. You put the rock robe on Roman. He's still got more redeeming qualities than Naya has at this I don't point. And think I think so,
0: because I think...
1: He's also worked for, like, three or four more years. That's true, He's a very... but he is a very hard worker. Well, not
0: only that, though, I think if you... Taking that out of account, I think Naya has a better gimmick because Naya has a more appealing gimmick. Roman has this concept of just, like, I'm a big man and I'm a fighter, dude. Like, that's it. Meanwhile, Naya has this... I am a plus-sized woman and what has traditionally true. been known to be a tiny, attractive woman role. I don't want to say not, it's not attractive, but she is a plus-sized woman. So she has that going for her where they can... I mean, she has
1: a very cute face. Yeah, they
0: can... Well, I mean, they can use that to build her character and also to kind of use her as, like, the face of Be A Star. They can use her to do anti-bullying campaigns. Like... That was the beauty of her character. And I will say that's the one thing she has over Roman.
1: Yeah, and I will say, although it's easy to do that with an established star still, and I think that once you have had the championship, Mm -hmm. then you can get to that point. Yeah. So I don't know that at this point she needs it, because she kind of has a character that's more like... Hmm, how do I say this?
0: I, while you're thinking, I will say mm-hmm. she needed to win the title because she um, had that Booker T Triple H build up of look, we're gonna do everything to tear, we're gonna, we're gonna body shame her, we're gonna fuck her up to all end like Triple oh. H did
1: to Booker T, but they learned their lesson and weren't like, just let her squash her. It's almost like there wasn't as much backstage pull <laughs> Alexa bliss to win. Yeah, Alexa. So um it, are you saying
0: Buddy Murphy so, ain't gonna give Alexa that rub that she needs?
2: I know I know if he doesn't you'll be there for her, Scotty. Oh
0: uh, if, if it <laughs> but, ever happened, no, believe uh, me, if I ever date a wrestling woman, it I love my girlfriend to death, but if anything, god forbid happens, they will instantly become JWF champion <laughs> and I don't know how I'd make it work. At Blair. least yep. Leva Bates <laughs> so, so. destroyed Blake Tanner for the JWF championship. How did that happen?
2: In, in like a in like a sub thirty second match. It <laughs> was insane. Do,
1: <laughs> do you remember I think it was like t- WWE 2K like thirteen or fourteen mm-hmm. where we wanted to make one of our male friends into a female superstar?
0: Oh, are you
1: talking about Joshina Vince? <laughs> yep. The most and, problematic thing we've ever done in our lives. Yes, and the way that we did it was we just like, okay, we're just going to make all of the sliders from the, from the male superstar into the female superstar. <laughs> yes, it
0: was the worst thing we've ever created in our life, and I apologize for it. It might have been worse than the Bobby Lashley segment.
2: <laughs> so... So speaking of Money in the Bank, um, can we? It, it is very odd, and I have realized Money in the Bank kind of sets the tone yeah. for like where creative is going for the year—not the actual matches, but just like who they're giving the briefcase to. Because every year it's just like we're going to try to give it to these people, and just like uh, 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 a new hope, a new oh, hope, yeah. or like last year happens Maybe. where you're just like where you're just like Baron Corbin and uh, yeah. and Carmella, huh? Yeah, I'm. Uh, there's I'm just gonna years. I'm just gonna open a couple veins in the bathtub. I'll see you <laughs> well, guys. No, Peace even out. better
0: than that was the fact that you were just like Baron Corbin. There's no way it could get worse than Baron Corbin as WWE champion. Two months later, Jinder Mahal is your new WWE champion. No, no, no.
2: <gasps> the way it got the way it got worse was they're like, oh, we jobbed out Baron Corbin on an episode of SmackDown. Yeah. Negating the contract and then we gave it to Jinder Mahal. Well, no, what's, so
1: they saying. gave him that they gave him that Damian Sandow yeah. treatment. Well, what's, is, uh, what's yeah. bad
0: to me is the fact that the minute I realize I love a match concept, is the minute WWE starts just fucking tearing it into the ground. Like the minute I started loving the like Royal Rumble is probably one of my favorite events of all time, and I think the moment I realized that was the year Roman Reigns won the Royal Rumble. <laughs> And then, like, the minute I learned, like, dude, I love Money in the Bank. It's such a great match. And throughout the year, it's such an enticing, like, concept. And then I think Alberto Del Rio won it immediately after. And yeah. I was like, okay, I can't like matches anymore because I'm going to fuck them up.
1: And even with Money in the Bank, you have you have some years where Dean Ambrose wins and cashes in the same night. So you don't have any of that built yeah. up. Or you no, were... that that was poetic justice. It was very All three good. members of the Shield held the WWE
2: Championship in four minutes. Oh, God, that was such a good night, though, wasn't it? Oh no, uh... it was like, oh, Roman lost, thank God. And then, and then, as Seth was like partying, we're all just like, wait for it wait for it
0: yeah.
2: oh, no. <clears throat> i was like all right there he is a
0: yeah. uh, quick aside and this is something i really love a couple of these have
2: all been asides scotty <laughs> we're nowhere near now? where we originally started uh, no,
0: like seven five years ago or something i went to a raw house show and you know they'll usually have like nxt talent well i saw uh-huh. a young youthful nxt talent in like these awesome like like heavy metal trunks by the name of seth rollins and he came out and just put on a clinic and i looked at my dad i'm like that dude will one day be the top baby face of this company and on raw this monday they referred to him as one of the top people in the company and i was like i did it i'm so proud now i'm waiting Mm -hmm. for the second prediction i've made which was the other house show i went to where connor came out (laughs) Of the ascension, and I said that dude one day is gonna be the top heel of the company. Well, well, you win some, you lose <laughs> some, Scotty. But you know where we always win.
3: When we get that money. When
0: we get that money. From Patreon. Oh uh,
3: shit, we've we're on a horrible
2: Undertaker-esque <laughs> yeah. losing streak. Oh wait,
0: Dylan's gone, but that just gives me more time to talk about Patreon.com/slash a load of BS. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Patreon.com/slash a load of BS is where you can support all of the BS Network programs. You can support Opposite Attractions, a load of BS, uh, the brand new show Fun Fiction, which if you guys haven't checked it out, check it out. It's a great damn show. It's a, I do it with my friend Brenna Clark. She's the first woman to grace the halls of the BS network. And then of course you can support fight boys over on patreoncom slash a load of BS. So now boys, it's time it's been a while, but we need to go to our favorite boy, our favorite boy who ignores this on a weekly basis, Chuck Taylor, and just beg him, beg him to follow us in a little segment called dust watch 2018.
1: Yeah. As per usual, I'll let you guys handle this.
0: Uh, <laughs> I, I just I got
1: at sexy chucky T.
2: Uh,
0: okay, well I'll I'll just let you write. Dennis, uh, I was about to call you Dennis. Oh uh, uh... Uh, uh, God! All right, at sexy Chucky T. Which, um... by the way, I updated the website recently to include like bios for everybody. I still need Dylan's but his photo on the About Me page is just a picture of Chuck Taylor and a caption that says, This is not Dylan. <laughs> mm-hmm. so,
2: wait, wait. Do we, know, do we know the cards for All-Star Weekend?
0: I don't think this we weekend? do. I don't think they've announced it yet. Um, hold on. Actually, hold on. I'll be right back because I think I have something for this one. Ooh, sorry about that wait, guys. It took me a while to find what I was looking for, and I definitely wasn't making a gigantic whiskey sour the whole time. Anyway. Um, I figured with the release
1: at
2: sexy chucky tea.
0: At sexy Chucky T. Let me see if I can
2: find Uh it. sorry to see hope or no. Hoping you'll make a surprise appearance at PWG's last show at, in Reseda. Hasn't that already happen? you uh no, it's it's tomorrow.
0: Oh, okay. Well, no, I I have a separate thing I, I want to do, which is the f- it
2: will happen by the time this show goes yes, out. It will, um, or I'm just wrong. That's also a possibility. But I could have oh. sworn that May was the last show's there. Yeah, yeah. Um. Also, tell Chucky. I he- don't get. I I I don't know. I can't buy the ticket, so I don't really pay attention to the location.
1: It's like um, all so- in, but every show. <laughs> Also tell him, glad WWE so, has not uh, okay, snatched you quick up aside,
0: yet. Quick aside, if you guys want to know the most horrifying thing in the world, it's to find a bug inside of your headphones that was crawling around while you're trying to do your professional syndicated podcast.
1: <laughs> oh, buddy. Uh,
0: but anyways, as I was saying, what I kind of want to do is I'm currently holding a copy of newly released book by famed author Scotty Moore, Queezlecourt Revelations, and I'm going to... Uh, I think we can just take are, a picture. Are, you, are, you, are, are we, we syndicated, by the way? I don't know what syndicated I don't think we're means.
2: syndicated. I don't know what it means. I don't either. But uh, I think that requires us to have more than five dedicated listeners.
0: But uh, chapter 24 in this book is, in fact, called Chuck E. T's, and it's all about a building owned by a man called Chucky e. Te. And I think I could just take a picture of it and then shill my book to Chuck Taylor while also asking him to follow us in the ultimate shill move of the century.
2: Okay. I'm going to take my headphones off, <laughs> walk away, get a drink of pineapple fanta. Uh that way I can feel that my hands are washed of this. All
3: right.
2: While <laughs> you while God. you do it.
1: Dylan but well. uh
2: you uh you go ahead. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to step away now. I'm going to give you about about 2 minutes to do this and we'll okay. come back. Okay.
0: Wait, should okay. I just read the chapter? Uh, the building was illuminated by several flames going up the side I of the building. The building itself right now. was, uh,. Was uh, once known as the MGM Grand Casino. Since then, it had apparently been taken over by the owner, Chucky e. T, who had attempted to rebrand it numerous times.
1: Each of Why ch- do you have this open to you? Each right of Chucky's business
0: ideas run down the side like a rap sheet Chucky e. T's chocolate factory, sex shop, yes. male vitality clinic, barbecue and foot massage, and then, of course, the, the latest iteration of Chucky's business plans, casino and hotel resort. Uh-oh, buddy. So, I think we're just going to send that to Chuck and see how quickly we get a cease and desist. All right.
1: I think
0: Yo, at Sexy Chucky T. I said I was going to write you into a book and I did it. So, and I da- and I did it. So, Follow me, maybe.
1: Dylan's gonna be very mad that you did the dust watch without him. No, no,
0: no. He, I think he, I think he just at this point has given up, and he's just like, Scotty will shill. That's my, that's what I do. Hashtag #DustWatch2015 Hashtag #RT and hello
1: and a tweet. Dylan, he did it without you.
0: No, Dylan's fine. It's no, no, okay. no.
3: I, I, I wanted him. To to do this one without me, I didn't want to be culpable <laughs> to to the crime that was that was that was Scotty shilling wall stalking. It's a new a new level.
0: It was yeah, I'm I'm proud of myself for it. I'm just saying,
3: is there ever a time uh, you aren't proud of yourself for shit you do?
0: <laughs> I mean, I was very proud. I spent twenty five dollars to have a random jacked up man tell chuck taylor to follow us i'm
3: honestly surprised you you aren't in like really great shape from all the patting yourself on the back that you do constantly <laughs> you think that'd burn a lot of calories
0: well not only that like the tricep would be insane i'd have big e's level of tricep meat there at go. this point um so did you guys uh-huh. see how rvd lost his dog Hold on. You get Let me high talk first.
1: About RVD. I just need to I need to do a sad aside. Oh no,
0: what's the sad aside? That
1: um well we you we've already talked about it. Total Biscuit passed away. Yeah, yeah. Um he, and, he was a famed YouTuber yeah. who I knew as a gaming guy
0: and then all of a sudden I found out he likes wrestling. Yeah.
1: If you do need um some a little bit of Total Biscuit in your life, um always like watch the up up down down episode of Total Biscuit and Austin Creed in Golden Axe 2. Oh,
0: yeah, that was good. I thought you were going to bring up the very, very old video series he did with the Yogg's cast in, like, 2007. I'm like, Blake, that's going to go back a while, but okay. That's my whole Total not Biscuit. Not
1: quite, but he he was a great dude. He will be missed, and go watch that if you like wrestling, show, I guess. This episode is not done. This,
0: this episode will be called Biscuit Boys in honor of Total Biscuit. I think that's what we're gonna I feel, do. I feel, I feel yeah. like
3: we've already used that that title before, but okay.
0: It does sound like one. That's the problem. Is we're gonna get to like oh three hundred no episodes one day, no, no, no. Day, the, no, no, no.
3: To... You already used Biscuit Boys for that day. We talked about uh, Biscuit Party Hats.
0: Oh, that's right. Damn it. Okay. Oh shit.
3: But, you can call um, it Total Biscuit Boys. That that's this doable. Is
0: total Biscuit Boys. But but. Um. So yeah. Rest in peace, Total Biscuit. You are an awesome dude. Anyways, speaking of dead people, RVD lost his dog. And when I say lost his dog, I don't mean like RVD got real high, and wandered into the forest with his dog and then woke up the next day and the dog was gone. I mean that in RVD's divorce settlement with his wife, you know, like they have to split their did, split wait, wait, wait. Did
3: his did his wife cite? Okay. Say- him getting high all the time is one of the reasons for their divorce.
0: I fucking wish, dude. I I didn't get into the deep details of why RVD is getting a divorce. The only detail I do know is the fact that RVD had to give up the ashes of both his dogs. What? Yes! When I say he lost his dog, I don't mean he lost, like, Scruffy running around. I mean he lost powdered Scruff. (sighs) He lost the protein powder of Scruffy.
3: Watch him, watch him, watch him pour them out into the backyard and be like, yeah, pick him up.
1: Do would be. Well, that's not, that's, and, and that's one thing, like, with divorce proceedings, it's like, see who the dog loves more, and follows what? them. <laughs> like the fucking Caucasian shock circle,
0: Fox. put the dog in the middle and force it to crawl or we'll chop it in half.
1: That's how they fucking do that shit, man. Wait, really? <laughs> uh, well... I've, I've read some stories about that's how they do it. And also, I've seen an episode of CSI where a dude, like, put bacon grease on his hands to make the dog come to him instead of his divorcee.
0: <laughs> that's probably, that's gonna be my favorite episode. I wish I watched CSI just to enjoy this one episode where, like, iced tea. Well, like, so he's like, wait a minute, y'all.
1: Yes it is. They're all the same <laughs> That's law and order is they're all the same motherfucker show. <laughs> That's the wrong procedural cop show
0: He just walks over Wait a minute y'all This man's got <laughs> bacon grease on his hand holds it up <laughs> Okay So So what you're saying is RVD and his wife put the dog's ashes in the middle of a circle instead oh. roll to which one you care about
1: more? <laughs> God... So... <laughs> Dylan is
0: gone. Dylan's slowly removing their headphones. Oh. Um, no, dude, like, with me... The problem I'm having is the fact they had the ashes of two dogs. Because I'm like, then split it. You get one dog, you get the other. Or Even better, blend the ashes... <laughs> And now you've got a little bit of both. Right. They are ashes. They're ashes. They're combinable. It's fine. The puppers are long gone. Now, Blake, the puppers, when they're in heaven, if you combine that... <laughs> this is this might be the most fun I've ever had on this show, and we're talking about dead dogs. Um, Do you think the puppers in heaven, if you combine the ashes, suddenly become some sort of horrifying amorphous blob that are just like <laughs>
1: divorce proceedings man it fucks you up I do not because they have shed their mortal coil Oh,
0: okay. well I mean you've seen all dogs go to heaven more times than I have so I figured <laughs> you would know the answer to this
1: Dylan well... Dylan come back the show's failing without you yep What what happens is I'm sorry. Did when all dogs do go to heaven? Did, did the stupid yeah, when... bullshit stop? No, we're just
0: just now yeah. discussing what happens when all dogs go to heaven, but their ashes get mixed together. But no, I need you back because I I want to keep dunking on. No, no, no. I, <laughs> we need to keep dunking on Blake because I like that someone in, uh, interviewed uh, Mr. Kenneth Omega about the show that's oh, happening in Orlando that me and you and not Blake are going to, and uh, he was just like. I I can't remember what it was, but they were talking about the uh, Strong Style Evolved show, and he just broke it down. He's just like, I know New Japan is my company, and I know this is big, but we did not bring it like we were supposed to that night. However, Orlando, we will have a stacked card, and it will be the best show ever, and it's going to be fantastic, and anyone who misses it is an asshole. And I was like, damn, Kenny, you went over the
3: top there. I feel like he didn't say that last part.
0: Well, no, no, no. He then went on to say, including Blake A. Tanner of Birmingham, Alabama. If he doesn't show, he's a fucking jode. And I was like, oh my god, Kenny.
3: Wait, can can you read me? What if can, did Kenny actually say any of that?
0: Uh, the most he said was he was talking about bringing a stacked card to the Orlando show, and I'm like, yeah, that's a pretty stacked card. Other than the fact that you, the main Bullet Club member you have is you and Chase.
3: Actually, it's- and God.
0: Oh yeah, God's on there too, that's right.
3: So that probably means Fale's gonna show up. Actually no, Fale doesn't do shows outside of yeah. Japan and the UK. Well, it's I really think, weird.
0: I think Fale might be somewhere else.
3: ROH, I think. He's like yeah, the only yeah. member of Bullet Club not to do like one of the War of the World shows.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, Fale... I think it's
3: because, think it's because flights probably suck dick for him.
0: Oh yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. He's lost, dude, he's
3: lost a fuck ton of weight. Like, you know the pictures of him when Bullet Club first formed? And he's, like, big, but he's, like, rugby big, and you're just like, oh, that guy. But then he got, like, Yoko... Well, not Yokozuna, but, like, bigger Samoan dude. Yeah, he lost all of that. He's lost, like, fucking 60, 70 pounds, it looks like, almost.
0: I will say, I want to get back into rugby shape. Because for a while, I was was lean, mean, and all right. And then I got into rugby shape, and I'm like, I can still get away with this and then it went over the line and now i'm like i gotta get back to rugby shape i gotta get uh, back here to- he works out a lot but he does eat fried chicken on the regular shape all right well you know what else is happening next weekend in this oh, fuck this was a terrible segue merch.alo to pure bs that's right ladies and gentlemen merch.alo to pure bs it's the website where you can get merch for all your favorite bs shows Fun fiction, opposite attractions. We got merch for all of them over there. And then, of course, we got merch for the Fight Boys. Merch letting you know, letting people know if you're a fight boy or a fight girl for life. Shirts letting you know you support the fight F and boys. And then, of course, shirts for all your favorite JWF superstars. We got shirts for Scott Moore. We got shirts for Scotty Moore. Shirts for, uh, let's see, Blake Tanner's got a shirt. Dylan's got a shirt. The Hammer Man is going to have a shirt eventually, and I'm not proud of it. It literally it's literally the Eddie Guerrero is my favorite wrestler shirt, but it just says the Hammer Man is my favorite wrestler. But yeah, that's all, all available over at merch.alodapurebs uh, dot com. Yeah, we're gonna end up with like three new shirt designs on the website after Cash in the Bag. I by think... the way,
3: I saw by the way, did that guy that you tweeted at with your uh with your portfolio of terrible ripoff graphic designs oh, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. He he, he he reply back to you?
0: No no no! You didn't reply back. Like it was a bunch of different people on that one. That was just because I had it on hand, and I was like, okay. But yeah, that's all. That's all the load of BS shirts that you can also get at merch.loadofpurebs.com. But but now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to move on to everybody's favorite, the amazing, the greatest professional wrestling organization in the world in Birmingham, Alabama. It's time to go to the J. WF, ladies and gentlemen, so let's cut it over to Silver Spoon and Captain Tibbs. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to JWF Monday Night War. I'm your host, Silver Spoon, joined, as always, by the owner of the JWF and one good son of a bitch, it's Captain Tibbs.
1: I like
4: wrestling. (laughs)
0: That's right, Tibbs. Now, how you been, man? It's been a hell of a week. We are on the build-up to cash in the bag, so I gotta know... How you feeling, my brother?
4: Pretty good.
1: <laughs> That's right, Tibbs.
4: Uh, World-ending threats aside, pretty good. Yep,
0: yeah, but of course, we have got to keep moving forward. Doesn't matter how many threats to the world happen. Don't matter what goes on. We keep moving forward here in the JWF. And we're moving on forward to Cash in the Bag, which of course features the world-famous Cash in the Bag match, a totally original match invented by you, Captain Tibbs. Tell us all about it.
4: All right, so there's a bag. Okay. And instead of cash, it's a contract. And with that contract, you can use that to fight the champion at any time to claim their championship.
0: That's right, Tibbs. And, of course, right now we've got a qualified match. Right now we've seen AJ Steele, Mojo Gruff, numerous men moving on to be in that match. But right now... But not the Hammer Man. Oh, is the Hammer Man. Okay, so wait, are we officially announcing Hammer Man is now entering the match?
1: <laughs> he likes the Hammer Man. So. Okay,
0: well, Tibbs likes the Hammer Man. And so now apparently the fuck... Wait, can
1: I just, like, put him in?
0: I mean, I guess now that... I mean, you're the owner of the company. I do,
4: I do own the company. Can I just, like... Say Hammerman, go! Yeah.
0: All right. Well, it looks like now AJ Steele, Mojo Gruff, and the Hammerman are gonna be there. But now we're about to see who's gonna join them in a triple threat match as Scott Moore takes on Johnny Bananas and of course Joey Pajamas, the tag team known as John Bananas and Pajamas. Tibbs, I mean, what, what were you thinking, putting Scott Moore in a match against a, a tag team?
1: Well, I was thinking that they both sucked, so Scott Moore could probably have an easy win, right? That's
0: right, but wait. Oh, my God. Looks like Bananas and Pajamas actually starting off the match, teaming up on Scott Moore, beating him down into the corner. Now it looks like Joey grabbing Johnny by the arm, trying to whip him into Scott's body. Oh, my God. Looks like the Big Papa himself busting out of the corner like a house of fire, giving a big clothesline to Joey Bananas. No, Joey Pajamas. I'm sorry. It looks like Johnny is right there, ooh, responding with some big strikes to the big man, stumbling him backwards, and grabbing Scott by the neck, bouncing off the ropes, ooh, big swinging DDT from Johnny Bananas, goes for the pin, one, two, ooh, and a kick out from two and Scott Moore. Now, uh, Tibbs, I mean, if you're Bananas in pajamas, how are you going to approach a match
4: like this? Together.
0: That's right, now it looks like the, oh, Wait. Looks like Joey Pajamas actually re-entering the ring, beating on his partner, Johnny Bananas. I mean, like, oh. that looks like your advice wasn't the best, Tibbs. Bananas and Pajama's attempt to implode over who gets to pin Scott Moore after that vicious DDT. It looks like they're arguing back and forth, but, oh, my God, Scott Moore bouncing up, leveling both members of the team with a fl- running forearm, laying prone on the ground as Scott dragging Joey ba- Joey's body... Over to the corner, climbing to the top rope, and ooh, that Yokozuna-like drop, sending the entire weight of his body down onto Joey Pajamas' uh, Tibbs, How does that? How do you think that feel to have that massive 350-pound frame coming slamming down onto your chest?
4: Oh, like a really big, heavy thing hitting you. That's right. But
0: wait, ooh, going for that pin, but Johnny quickly breaking it up, raining shots down on the body of Scott Moore. But this only seems to anger the big man grabbing Johnny by the throat, tossing him into the ropes, and Bananas rushing back, and oh my God, Scott Moore picking Johnny Bananas up into the air for that big pop of power bomb and slamming him onto the body of Joey Pajamas. And it looks like Scott Moore actually going for a pin on both members. And it looks like Shibata going for the out. One, two, three. And ladies and gentlemen, Looks like Scott Moore, a former cash-in-the-bag winner himself, is going on to cash-in-the-bag for possibly an opportunity to win it two years in a row.
1: I like when I'm right.
0: That's right, and it looks like, Tibbs, we're sending one of our top interviewers, Don McDonald, into the ring to get an interview with Scott Moore. Let's have a listen. Hello, everybody. Don the Don McDonald here with Scott Moore. Now, Scott... How do you react to this victory over quite possibly one of the best tag teams in JWF history? I mean, how does it feel knowing you're going to go on to be in the the cash-in-the-bag match for two years in a row? You know, last year, I shocked the entire damn world when I climbed that ladder and became Mr. Cash-in-the-bag. You know, I might not have had the opportunity to cash the damn thing in, but that changes this year. Because the more things change, McDonald, the more they stay the same. And that's why I'm going to go on to become Mr. Cash in the Bag one more time. And I'm coming straight for the JWF title. Thanks for your time. Well, Tibbs, it looks like Scott Moore, Scott Moore is dedicated. It looks like he wants to win that briefcase again. I mean, of course, we remember last year, he had that title stolen from him, the cash-in-the-bag briefcase stolen from him by Griffin Clouds, who went in to cash it in on the current champion, Blake Tanner. And I think Scott Moore, he may have had a chip on his shoulder after that happened. What do you think?
1: I think he shouldn't have put it on the line in a match is what I think.
0: That's right, Tibbs. But, of course, speaking of champions, speaking of 400 champions, we got to speak about the former JWF champion himself, the Dillon. A man who, of course, uh, he's had problems with you. He's had problems with one of our interviewers, Honeypot. A man who definitely, if you're talking about having chips on his shoulder, Dylan definitely has one. You
3: know, weeks ago, people said that I was a dead man before I even stepped in the ring Honeypot. They said it was over before it even began. But then I do what I always do. I defy their expectations. Because that's what I do. I defy. I defy the expectations when I took the fight to Honey I defy authority all of the time. I defied it whenever I ran this place like my own. When I took it to that old bastard Tibbs for months. And, you know, once I win the money in the bank, or the, sorry, the cash in the bag match, I wouldn't want to confuse this with a better company, I'm going to defy the odds by beating each and every one of the men in that ring within an inch of their life and then climbing the ladder to take... The cash in the bag as my own. And then you know what I'm going to do then? I'm going to defy once more because I'm going to defy convention and cash that bag in as soon as I can because I don't want to give the people out there the satisfaction of wondering when the Dylan's going to cash in. When is, the, when is he going to do it? Who is he going to do it on? I'm going to cash it in maybe that night, maybe in the parking lot with a ref Maybe I'll do it, you know, at the IHOP where all these f***ing hicks like to spend their time when the show's over. It doesn't matter because I'm going to cash it in and I'm going to be the JWF champion once again and prove that just like all those other times, I am going to defy belief.
4: Okay, listen here. Wait, hold up a second. Dylan. Listen to me just one second. You know, I think you need to hold your bits, and hold your Apple bits, and hold your stuff for a sec. Because you know what you're doing? You know what you're doing, Dylan? You're counting every single chicken before they hatch. Because even if you were Mr. Cash in the bag, I think that Blake Tanner, our current reigning champion, has proved well enough that he can take you out. He can defeat you in that ring. That's supposing you even win the match, get the cash in the bag, get the get that good old contract that, that even though you seem to hate and despise so much because another company apparently does it better, you still want more than anything. So what I'm going to say is before you outlast every superstar that we have and climb that ladder and grab that cash in the bag, uh, but that's supposing you even make it in the match, Dylan. You know what? You not even gotten your qualifying match yet. You know what? I think it's about time you do something about it. That's why next week, Dylan, I'm gonna give you an opportunity. I'm gonna give you an opportunity to win that cash in a bag against uh against a man that you fought before. Against a man that I I believe you could take out if you took it seriously, against a man that Honestly terrifies me down to my core, down to my very bones. So next week, you're going to have your cash-in-the-bag qualifying match against Honeypot. Oh
0: my god, Tibbs, what an amazing match you're making for next week. I mean, that's a a rematch from the world's best pay-per-view that happened only a month ago. I mean, you're giving it away free on live TV. How do you feel about that?
4: I feel pretty good because I, I Honey Pot scares me to my core, and if Dylan beat him once, he'd beat him again. Now I could then I could seal him up and stuff.
0: <laughs> That's right, Tib. So apparently next week the Dylan he's going to have an opportunity to win his way into that cash in the bag match against Honeypot. The qualifying match is set for next week. But of course, like you said, Dylan, that he's been counting his egg his eggs before his hatch. I mean, he's he's been chickens. Yeah, but that as chickens. well. I mean, but he's not been thinking about who he's going to be facing because of course, as we found out Scotty Moore is actually going to be facing Blake Tanner for that title. So Dylan thinks he could possibly beat Scotty Moore, but I mean, he thinks he could beat Blake Tanner, but who knows if he could beat Scotty Moore. I don't think that Dylan's ever pinned Scotty Moore in a ring before. And uh, of course the number one contender is in our ring right now. And I think he has a message for the champion, Blake Tanner. Let's have a listen. So, uh, been been doing a lot of lot of thinking lately. Um, thinking about things that I've done since the Regal Rumble, things that I've done since main eventing one of the greatest Wrestle of all time. And I realized that I realized that those are moments that people live for. I mean, one in a million is not even the number, the odds that I can give it. More like one in a trillion can get to do what I've done. And yet I haven't been appreciating it. I, I i mean, I've lost my father because of it. I've lost my best friend, my brother, Blake Tanner, because of it. Everyone closest to me. Just because I wanted to win, what, some scrap of gold? To win the JWF title? I... I mean, I understand it's the greatest prize in this business, but it's not worth losing what I've lost. You know, last week, Blake Tanner, he came out, and he said that I was afraid to face him, afraid to challenge him from the title, and and Blake Tanner was right. I mean, I was afraid, because I, I was afraid to see what the JWF title would turn me into, you know? I mean, winning the Regal Rumble turned me into this monster who was willing to rip everything that I've ever cared about away from me. And I was afraid to see what winning that JWF would turn me into next. But I'm not afraid anymore. I know it's not going to be easy. and I, I, I know it's not going to be the, the best thing, but I'm willing... To win that JWF title for you people and give you a champion that you can be proud of. I want to be that person you can be proud of. Someone like Blake Tanner. Someone like Scott Moore. And that's why I don't want to wait for cash in the bag. That's why I can't wait another damn day. I want my JWF title shot right now. I mean, I think... The people, the lovely people of Birmingham, Alabama, you deserve to see that, right? Right? So come on, Blake. Get out of here, buddy. Come on. Well, Tibbs, there it is, the music of Blake Tanner. It looks like... I I mean, I know you didn't approve it, but it looks like we're gonna have a title match tonight. What do you think? What?
4: Uh, Okay. Okay. That's fine, I guess.
0: Well, wait a minute. It looks like Blake Tanner's not... When Tanner's not coming out, I mean, usually he's coming up the ramp at this point, slapping hands, but I don't know where he could be. Uh, What's Scotty Moore got to say? Wow, that's weird. You know, maybe he just couldn't hear me. Here, hold on. Blake! Blake, Blake! Blakey, Blakey boy, come out and play! Come on, me and you, boy! Like you've always wanted! Fighting for the JWF title! Fighting for the greatest prize in this business like men! I don't know. I just, I wonder where he could be. I mean, do you guys see Blake? I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking everywhere. Has anyone ever even heard from Blake Tanner tonight? I mean, I thought he was a fighting champion. Where could he be? I mean, uh, hell, maybe Blake Tanner's, Blake Tanner's a little bit more afraid than he thinks. Oh my God, Tibbs. Look at this backstage footage. It's it's Ryback attacking Blake Tanner, sending the JWF champion into a few of our equipment boxes. Those those heavy boxes falling down onto the body of Blake Tanner. Oh my gosh, and the big guy quickly scooping up the champion. Oh my God, sends him flying like a lawn dart into the side of that metal production truck. Tanner falling to the ground in a heap. Tibbs, this does not look good for the champion. No, this is horror. That's right, and Ryback looking to continue to kick him as as he's down. Meanwhile, Scotty Moore just laughing in the ring. (laughs) Wait, what? Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Did you guys... You guys thought I was actually serious, didn't you? You guys actually thought that I would waste my precious title shot on you inbred fucks of Birmingham, Alabama? No, 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 no. Listen here. I'm a man who knows business. That means I'm a man who knows money, and that means I know I would not waste such a precious opportunity, a precious money-making opportunity on a free show like this. That's why I ain't fi- that's why I ain't fighting Blake Tanner until Captain Tibbs offers up the money that I know I'm worth, the money that I deserve. But you know, what you guys saw backstage, Blake Tanner beaten into a heap, Blake Tanner falling to the ground begging for mercy, that's just a preview of what's to come at Cash in the Bag. I'm going to beat Blake Tanner all around this damn arena and no one here can do a damn thing about it. I'm gonna crush his skull in until he refuses to stand. I'm going to do everything I can to make Blake Tanner, the man who would never say I quit, I'm going to do everything to make him give up. You know, Blake Tanner says he don't have an ounce of quit in him. Well, I'm going to do every fucking thing I can to beat every last ounce of quit out of. him Because at cash in the bag. I'm going to take Blake Tanner to his limits, and I'm going to leave the arena as the JWF World Heavyweight Champion! Oh my god, Tim, Scotty Moore, Scotty Moore looking fired up about this match. What do you think?
4: You know what that sounds like to me, Soz? You know what that sounds like? Listen to Scotty Moore Blake Tanner talk. In these passionate ways, it sounds like money.
0: (laughs) That's right. Sounds like a little bit of cash in the bag, if you could say. (laughs) And, of course, that's what's coming up soon, the cash in the bag pay-per-view, where, of course, we're going to have Blake Tanner facing off against Scotty Moore for that most prestigious JWF title. We're, of course, going to have the cash in the bag match, where, of course, after tonight we found out that Scott Moore is going to be joining Mojo Gruff AJ Steele and apparently the fucking hammer man who didn't have to qualify to be in that match to see who will win the cash in the bag briefcase and go on to possibly become the next JWF champion. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, if if you want to find out what's going to happen next, you're going to have to tune in next time to JWF Monday Night War. So, gentlemen, it's been a hell of an episode. What did you learn this week?
1: Um, I learned that all dogs do go to heaven until you mix their ashes together.
0: Until you put them in the middle of a Caucasian shock circle and force the urn to roll to you. What about you, D? Mister, Mister, fell asleep during uh, JWF. Hmm.
2: I learned that th- that I might have to reconsider my participation in this podcast. <laughs>
0: No, if we could, I think this episode should just be renamed, just like "Off the Rails," because I don't think we talked about wrestling. I think no, shit we just, did,
2: and then and then and when we got to RVD, and then you two just kind of like, like <laughs> hard left turn
0: into dead dog territory. Yeah, yeah. And I learned that a massive whiskey sour is all that it takes for me to cut a fucking good promo in this company. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, Dylan can be found on Twitter at SexyChuckyT. Blake, where can they find you?
1: At Blake A. Tanner on the Twitter. You can also find me doing all of these wonderful podcasts on the BS network that I do, including this one and a load of BS with you, my buddy, Scotty Moore. And you can find me on the Darkroom video. That's Darkroom, V-I-D-Y-A on YouTube and Twitch whenever we decide to stream.
0: That's right. I want to join you guys for one of the times.
1: Well, we'll figure it out,
0: we'll figure that out, anyways. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty That's S E O T T Y E M O. And make sure to buy all my books on Amazon Queezle Corp, Queezle Corp Risen, Queezle Corp Revelations, the book that has has Chucky e. T in it. Um, and then, of course, BS versus the gods. If you want to read a book about me and Blake Tanner, pick up BS versus the gods and read about us fighting Grecian gods in this epic battle. I'm about to start work on the sequel, I think. I may put Dylan in. it. Who knows? And then, of course, make sure to go and check out a load of pure BS, the newly redesigned a load of pure com. I redesigned it basically because I was getting really bad about updating it. And so I made it brand new for you guys to check out. Uh, It's got all of our different shows on there. It's got uh, a load of BS, our flagship show, where me and Blake are basically just drunken dicks for an hour which is not that different from the majority of the shows me and blake are on and then of (laughs) course i need to force
3: sobriety on the two of you
0: (laughs) you're not wrong and then of course opposite attractions the show where we build our own theme park and the brand new show fun fiction where me and my best friend brenna clark we uh check out a movie how many best
3: friends do you have asshole
0: (laughs) you can have more than one i've got blake i've got brenna I've got, hold on, I've got more, I've got Brady, who's not on a podcast, because the only one he would be on would be this one, Uh, but yeah, check that show out, because me and her, we check out movies or TV shows, musicals, whatever, we read fan fiction about it, and then we try to make our own fan fiction, and that's all on fun fiction, ladies and gentlemen, and of course, make sure to remember to support the entire BS Network at a load of pure BS, nope make sure to support the entire bs network at patreon.com slash a load of bs and as always ladies and gentlemen you can find us at a load of pure bs.com buy our merch at merch.a donate to the patreon find us on facebook subscribe on youtube and remember to follow us on twitter at fight boys show chuck taylor because when you're a fight boy you're a fight boy Life unless you're Dylan who's gonna be kicked out soon. Anyways, have a good day guys